welcome to Best Laid Plans. This is your host, Sarah Hart Unger, and this is the show where we talk about everything related to planning, planners, productivity, and more. We are nearing the end of the year, and this is episode 22. And I wanted to sneak in just one more product because the lovely people from the Spaces Planner got word of my podcast via one of their customers and were so nice to gift me a 2021 Spaces Planner. So I wanted to talk to you all about that planner, which is very beautiful. But before we get into that, I wanted to mention a question that had come up from some of my listeners, as well as the concept of where does your planner go with you? So some people are working from home right now, and so their planner just lives on their desk. Some people are going all over the place and want to be able to carry their planner in a very small space, such as a little small purse or bag. Other people might be carrying it all around the hospital if they're working in healthcare. Other people may be going all over the place, but they don't feel like they need their planner. They can use either a small little notebook as an adjunct or their phone. So I just want to address that there's no right answer for what your planner needs to be for you. I personally do bring my planner from place to place with me. It lives out on my desk at home and it lives out on my desk at work when I'm working from work. I will admit that there are times, however, that at the end of the workday, I put my planner away, I drive home, and then it stays in my bag until the morning. Because in the evenings, I don't always do all that much planning. I don't always have things that I still feel like I need to track. And so I don't always get it out again because really that's time that I'm kind of already know what I'm doing. I'm spending the time with the kids. I'm eating dinner. I'm putting them to bed. And hopefully I'm doing something like reading or watching something intentionally and not just scrolling my phone. However, you know, other nights I do take it out and do some planning or check off what I've done or write down some gratitude and other things like that. So it kind of varies. But there's definitely no right answer. The only very important thing is that you mash the size and portability of your planner with what you plan to do with it. It does not make sense to buy a brick-like planner and then think that you're going to be, you know, commuting by bike and bringing it everywhere with you. That is a recipe for failure and not using said product. You might be the kind of person where you want the planner to be a weekly planner and monthly planner and it lives on your desk only so it can be a very large product, but then you transfer everything to some kind of daily dashboard sheet that is very very portable and moves around with you. So there's so many different configurations to match your lifestyle, but I urge you as you're putting together your system and the year is ending and starting to come to a close, Think about what your life looks like and make sure that you're matching the size and portability of your planners to what you're doing. Some people also prefer to have a work planner that stays at work and a home planner that is either more portable or stays at home. One of my friends is a physician and she has a work planner that I believe just lives on her desk at work. And then she has a much smaller planner that kind of has the rest of her life that she tends to bring back and forth. So that's one option as well. Part of the reason that I bring this up is because this spaces planner that I'm going to talk about is one of the larger planners. I think it would look beautiful on a desk if you're someone who primarily works from one space, or maybe if you're someone who works from home, it could go from kind of like the kitchen to the desk. So you always can see the view of your week, but it's not a planner that I would necessarily wanting to be stashing into a tiny little bag and moving around. So without further ado, I'll talk a little bit more about the spaces planner. 
So this was sent to me after I think a couple of people kind of tagged them on Instagram and said, hey, Sarah should review the Spaces Planner. It's such a unique product. And it really is. And so they sent me the edition that has, I believe it's called like the Stripes version or Happy version. It has the years on the front. It says 2021 in five different colors. And it is a spiral bound weekly planner. The spiral rings are O-rings and they're silver and they're about an inch wide, I would say, in diameter. And there are lovely silver corner protectors as well so that if this does go in a bag, I think it would survive fairly uh, nicely without getting too banged up because the cover is quite hard and sturdy. Again, it's not a light or small planner, but I think it is a durable one. I looked at the sizes on the website. And by the way, there are three different covers for 2021. They definitely all have a fairly feminine vibe to them. One is more floral, one is black and white. And I like the one they sent me the best. So maybe they must know my aesthetic. But this one is eight and three quarters inches tall, nine and three quarter inches wide. So as I said, it's almost entirely square, a tiny bit more wide than it is tall. And it is three quarters of an inch thick. The paper is nice and weighty. It is 100 GSM. And I did not see a lot of bleeding. I did not see a lot of ghosting. It really takes to most pens well, including my gel pens and is not smudge prone. So that would make any planner user happy. And it is white. I don't know if it's like the brightest of brightest whites, but it is pretty bright white, certainly brighter than my Wonderland or a papier journal that I have it next to looks very ivory next to the white color of this paper. This is a weekly planner, but it's extremely flexible and it is a unique option. So I can see why they brought it up to me. And if I didn't already have my plans set for next year, I could imagine myself really enjoying using this planner, especially coupled with some kind of notebook to use every day because I do really like to have a page for every single day. So I'm going to go through this planner and kind of talk about the various sections. As always, you can find photos and some sample writing in it on my blog because I think this is one of those planners that can really be customized to how you like to use the layout. And if somebody is still waffling because they haven't been able to find something that's specific enough to their needs, this might be something to look at. Okay, so as you open the planner, the first page, there's a if found, please return to page with a few lines, which is nice. You can put your name and some information. And then there are two pages kind of introducing the company. The creator's name is Rachel Warner, and she kind of welcomes you to the planner and the vision for spaces, as well as a page that talks about how you might choose to use the various boxes in the planner. You could certainly rip those out if you didn't want them to be there. Although on the back of the instructions is the 2021 yearly calendar. So actually, that probably you'd want to keep that in the page. But if you wanted to get rid of that first page, you certainly could. This is an O-ring, so it would be easy to remove any pages that you didn't feel like you needed in there. So the first thing is an annual overview. And there's just a small kind of shrunken down view of each month and a few lines so you could denote important events. I can imagine using stickers or highlighters to really show kind of, you know, various highlights of your year, highlighting birthdays this could be used for as well. Maybe you'd put call weekends on there if you were me and my husband trying to track who is on call when this would be a useful way to do it. And there's an entire same layout for 2022. So if you're someone who likes to plan big events or trips ahead in advance, thinking ahead to hopefully post-pandemic times, then maybe you would use that 2022 section to plan those in. The art is really nice in this planner. It's pastel colors. It's subtle. It's not too kind of in your face with inspirational messages. I know that bothers some people, but there are a few of them between the various months. And I'll talk about that in a minute. 
The monthly layout is nice and spacious. And one thing I kind of like is that they actually show grayed out numbers for the numbers leading up to the first of the year. So for example, you can see she included Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, which are December 27th to 30th in grayed out text or and the 31st as well, of course. And then the January numbers begin in a bold black. So you can see where the month begins. But for example, sometimes I have to create residence schedules and it's nice to actually be able to see all four weeks at a block. This is a Sunday start. So for those who really prefer a Monday start, that might not be ideal, but the Sunday start is pretty easy to see there and it's nicely labeled. So hopefully that would prevent, I hate when I mess up and uh, start filling out a calendar thinking it's a Monday start and it's really a Sunday, but I don't think it'd be too hard to miss on this one. And they have some holidays on here. Uh, January includes both Martin Luther King Jr. Day as well as New Year's Day already demarcated. There is a nice size column on the right for notes, which I think is really useful and perhaps could be the place where you keep track of monthly goals that you are trying to accomplish during the course of a month. Then the meat of this planner is weekly. And this is where things are a little bit different than really almost any other layout that I have ever seen. So as I mentioned, this is a square planner and it's in a two-page spread for each week. So week one is from December 28th to January 3rd. You are in for a treat because support for today's episode comes in part from Jenny Kane. I love Jenny Kane and I hope you love shopping there to support the show. When you do, visit JennyKane.com and use code PLANS for 15% off your first order. Mother's Day is just around the corner, and this is the perfect gift to treat all the well-deserving moms, moms-to-be, and mother figures in your life. Jenny Kane is a California brand through and through, and their staples make getting dressed easier than it's ever been before. Think minimalist and effortless, yet totally refined. This season, I am so into the beautiful dresses that Jenny Kane has on offer. My personal pick and what I'm hoping to wear all season is the Callan dress. I have it in the khaki color and feel like I could literally wear it to anything. And the best part is it's perfect for warm weather, which we have plenty of, but you could also layer it in a chilly air-conditioned space. I also have my eye on the day dress. It's such a classic silhouette. One thing you might not know about Jenny Kane is that they also have an incredible rewards program where you can earn up to 10% back with every purchase and joining is completely free. Find your perfect Mother's Day gift or curate your new spring uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code PLANS, P-L-A-N-S, at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code PLANS. Get yourself and the women in your life the best gift of all, Jenny Kane. Today's episode is sponsored in part by Factor. Factor is sponsoring this episode with an awesome discount code, PLANS50, to give you 50% off your first month and 20% off the next. Trying out our sponsors helps keep the show going, and I think this is a wonderful time to give it a try, given that it's always a busy season. Factor offers no prep and no mess meals that are tailored to your wellness goals. They offer multiple options from protein plus to plant-based to keto and many more. No matter what your health goals are, you can keep kitchen time to a minimum while enjoying healthy and delicious meals with premium ingredients with Factor. You can get started feeling great and fueling well now by giving them a try. Head to factormeals.com plans50 and use code plans50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code plans50, P-L-A-N-S 50 at factormeals.com plans50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. 
This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. And there are kind of boxes almost scattered throughout. Uh, They fit together like puzzle pieces. And most of them are blank, which I love. So you could create whatever lists you want to keep and track for the week. You could also turn some of these boxes into more daily boxes if there's a day that is more complicated or you want to time block certain days because there's just so many of them and they're different sizes and shapes. So you can decide whether you want your weekly layout to be the same from week to week or whether you really customize it to what's going on on a given week. So as I mentioned, there are some boxes that are labeled. There's a personal box, which is kind of written in cursive. There's a housework box. I don't know that I do enough housework to fill this box, but if I did, that'd be great. There's an errands box, a health box, which is great. Great place to track, for example, maybe workouts or other tasks that you're trying to do for health. And a relationships box, which is wonderful because that forces us to not forget those key parts of our lives and make sure that we're making time for our health and our relationships. Then along the bottom of the page, there are small boxes for each day of the week, kind of like monthly calendar sized almost, so that perhaps you could write in, you know, what your main focus is for that day. For me, I would probably put like whether I was clinical or GME, just kind of generally what I'm doing that day. Or you could be completely different and use these as like where you put your workout for the day or what you're going to make for dinner, things that you like to demarcate for each day. There are just so many different ways that this could be used. I feel like I need to play with some different layouts for different weeks if I were going to use this planner, but it's just incredibly flexible in that way that you could choose to really label these boxes anything. You could have a box that was just a shopping list. In fact, the box on the right is so large that it would accommodate, at least for the amount of stuff that we tend to buy, like your grocery list. And then, well, tearing it out wouldn't work because then you wouldn't have the back of the next one, but you could take a picture of it on your phone and have it that way. And then there's other boxes, which you could have a section for work tasks and a section for, I don't know, where you track the books that you're reading or whatever you want. Any kind of habit tracker could be created out of these boxes. So really just a very versatile weekly layout that can be used in a number of ways. And that I think you have to force yourself not to get locked into one way, but to continue to customize as you practice using the planner. And as you have different weeks, they may have different needs. So as you go through, that's basically the meat of the planner and each week is labeled throughout the entire year. Um, I'm I'm sorry, it's not labeled for the year. So it's labeled for the month. So you'll see week two in January, week three in January, week four in January, and then it moves on to February, of course. And each of the months is demarcated by a page that has um, a tab for the month on the right and the tabs are laminated. They feel reasonably sturdy. They use kind of a modern uh, looking font on there, which looks cute. And there is a notes page at the end of each month. Actually, there's more than one notes page. There is a full page where there are four large boxes on the left. So you could do lots of brainstorming for the next month. You could review what happened in that month. You could just take notes on various things. And then there's a full lined notes page divided into two sections on one side and one section on the other side. So lots and lots of space for you to do the kinds of long-range planning that I might have in an accessory notebook, you could certainly include those in these notes pages. And then, as I mentioned, when you have the start of each month, there's kind of like a graphic page with a little bit of a 
a saying on it, like March's saying says, our days are happier when we give people a bit of our heart rather than a piece of our mind. So that's lovely. I know people feel very different ways about motivational sayings in their planning products. Some of them love them. Some of them really don't like them. But I feel like these are reasonably subtle and it doesn't feel like it's taking over the planner. They're just kind of nice little touches getting you from month to month. So that is pretty much the meat of the planner. Again, kind of a weekly spread with really, really flexible boxes in this square format, very sturdy paper, copious notes pages between each month. And then as you turn to the end of the year, you get through the month of December, they have the typical notes section, and then they have a whole other section called big plans. So they want to give you space to really either plan out that year. I could imagine using these pages actually to track the things I want to do in that same year. So instead of using them as plans for the year after, I probably would use these boxes to track like the TV shows I watched and the restaurants I went to and the books I read in this year. And there, again, there's tons of these kind of differently shaped boxes that can be used for different things. I love that everything is lined with nice, fine, subtle gray lines. You guys know I am not a fan of boxes that do not contain lines. So I'm very happy that all of the boxes in here are lined. And yeah, it's just a really fun, flexible layout that could be used to kind of track all kinds of things that are going through on throughout the year. And then finally, the last section, which also has a little tab to demarcate it, is notes. And it has one, two, three, four, five, six of the nice thick lined pages that you could create any kind of notes pages or journaling or anything that you want in there for the notes for the year. Finally, in the back of the planner is a pocket, which is nice, could be used to keep pictures or maybe school pictures of your kids if this was the kind of planner that you wanted to kind of keep long-term. There you have it, the Spaces Planner. This is available on her website. I will link it up in the show notes, of course. It does seem to be a small business that has a female owner, which I think is great. And the planners are available for $55. Maybe they'll be having some deals closer to the end of the year. Not sure. But I think actually it's a very reasonable price for what you get here. The solidness of the book, the weight of the paper, the fact that this will last you all year and really does have, as I said, it's called spaces because there is so much space to write down different things, track different things, create lists in this planner. The only thing it doesn't have is daily pages. But again... I actually think a great strategy is sometimes to use a big weekly book and then have a daily dashboard or page for each day that maybe is more of a throwaway. I personally love planning from a daily page, but I don't always feel like my daily pages need to be like archived forever. So that might be one kind of way of having a kind of solid keepsake weekly planner and still having a way to track things that you do every day. So if you have questions, I am sure that Rachel might be able to answer them either on Instagram or in the show notes, or I could always contact her if anybody has anything they want to know about this planner. And thank you very much for sending it for review. I actually may try to give it away because I already do have my system set up. However, whoever gets it is going to have to handle that there's some pen tests and some layout tests in it. So as long as you don't mind that... Stay tuned on my blog because maybe you'd like to kind of play with it before you commit to it. And I just think it's a great product. So I'm excited to share it with somebody else. So thank you so much. Towards the end of the year, we have one more 2020 episode, which is a fun Q&A episode coming up next week. So stay tuned for that. Keep the questions coming, although that one's already recorded. There are going to be plenty of Q&A episodes coming in the future as well. And I really want to include your questions, your voices, and attack all kinds of planning challenges and dilemmas and get into fun products and solutions as we've been doing on this podcast. 
As a reminder, you can always find the show notes at theshoebox, T-H-E-S-H-U-B-O-X.com and click on the best laid plans icon for the show notes that have pictures and links and all kinds of things. You can also subscribe to my newsletter if you'd like to get updates as well as some kind of downloads that might help with your year end planning or setting up your journal for next year. And you can find me on Instagram at the underscore shoebox or shoebox underscore plans. I don't check it every single day, but I try to pop in periodically. So if you leave me a message, I will always get back to you at some point. Thank you again for listening. And we'll be back next week with some fun Q&A. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.